What's your problem? What's your solution? This is an interview series about making the world a better place. There is no more powerful instrument to change the world than business. Business is a problem. It's a source of pollution and injustice. Business is a solution too. If you want to make our world a healthier, cleaner, more just and sustainable place, business needs to lead. Politicians and scientists can talk and meet and set the rules. Entrepreneurs do, they act, they create. We need more entrepreneurs to do the right thing. Bill Moses, my guest today, is such an entrepreneur. Bill is fascinated by the process of fermentation, when, for instance, bacteria turn grapes into wine. Bill started a winery in California, and then the probiotic drink company Kevita, which he successfully sold, took Pepsi-Cola. Fermented foods and drinks can make a major contribution to our health. We need more healthy bacteria to protect us from disease. Fermentation is a solution. Bill Moses is an entrepreneur. Welcome to the Camps Solutions. Bill, why are you an entrepreneur? I think I'm an entrepreneur because I decided to not work within institutional confines. Um, I have a I have a particularly hard time with authority and I've always sort of been um, sort of my own guy. So as an entrepreneur, you create your own thing, you design it, you implement it, you execute it uh, for good or for bad, for success or failure, and that's sort of what keeps me going. So somehow you figured you got this thing with fermentation. So you started, of course, a winery that's about fermentation. Then you did Kefida, that's fermentation again. You're involved with all kinds of other drinks and foods. Right. How did you come on the path of uh, fermentation as an entrepreneur? The, what really appeals to me with, uh, with fermentation uh, started with winemaking. Organic winemaking was this, this alchemy, this transformation of, of basic properties like uh, sugar or grapes with this bacteria that converts into this incredible drinking elixir called wine. So that, that process was really uh, intriguing at first. Then learning more about the bacteria and that fermentation, I realized was really better for you, was healthy. And if at the end of it you feel better, you are better, it's, it just really captured my attention. Do you notice that since you've been working in this field of fermented foods and drinks, do you notice that you know it's catching on? That the science and the millennials uh, have combined to make a new reality to our foods, which is fermented foods and healthy bacteria. So in um, looking forward in, in terms of what you want to achieve through contributing to, to fermented foods and right, drinks, right. what is it you still want to achieve? I'm looking at alcohol and finding a way to make alcohol better for you that has several different kinds of uh, fermentations that have all sorts of healthy bacteria and other sorts of functional ingredients so that you can indulge in something that is an elixir that has alcohol in it as well can actually be beneficial to you. A lot of the wine that we can buy in the store, you would probably say, is not as healthy as, you, as it should be. Right, right. So and why is that? The wine grapes are never washed. All those pesticides, herbicides, and fungicides end up in the wine, 
and in your stomach. Does that have an impact on the bacteria in your stomach? Absolutely. It has an impact on what's actually better for you in the grapes. Studies have shown that grapes that are grown organically or biodynamically or without herbicides or pesticides actually have higher levels of resveratrol and higher levels of polyphenols, which actually are better for you. And those wines that have a lot of um, additives like copper sulfate or potassium metabisulfites actually do have a um, harmful effect on your gastrointestinal system and your overall um, body. So for me, with the organic wine, organic, yes, tested, yes, fermented, yes, with bacteria, healthy bacteria, because they don't want any bad bacteria to creep in there. So they kill all the good bacteria. So with organic wine, you have good bacteria in there, so you can drink wine like it was originally intended to feel good, to be healthy for you, and to help you digest food. So as a preneur, I'll, I'll <laughs> ask you this question. What is your problem? Thank you. I probably have a lot of problems, but one that really is the bane of my existence, which I think drives me most, is the lack of veracity and integrity with uh, corporations that are putting out products that we consume or that we expose ourselves to knowingly that that there is a detrimental effect but they turn a blind eye and they sell them to us and we use them and it impacts the wellness of our families and your solution is well my solution is creating truth and labeling funding research to ameliorate the truth and to come out with products that provide alternatives to the older institutionally based, corporately driven products that are marketed to us and that we use. What you're trying to do is using business as a force for doing something healthy. Correct. So do you understand why so much business is, is, is unhealthy, if you like? So what you have is uh, major CPG, consumer packaged good companies, that have traditionally been rooted with profit, where they have made things better, faster, cheaper, and with a longer shelf life. So with all that, you have profit, and you have products, and you have marketing machines that go out and have sold that to us. But with today's internet, social media, uh, easily accessible research, consumers can now learn, educate, and empower themselves in a way that gives them choice, where before they didn't have choice, which is why you see some of these larger food companies really struggling. And the new food companies, the younger food and beverage companies, are really scaling and taking share because no longer is the information and the dissemination of the information controlled by big business for the sake of profit, you now have an opportunity for alternative media to actually provide consumers and empower consumers with knowledge that enables them to have purchasing power, to buy smaller companies, entrepreneurial companies that are trying to make something better for you that is rooted in truth. Do you think that 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 change, that the positive change, right. can be accelerated when it it's, you know, gets that force of big business behind it? Absolutely. Well, so, so there's a lot that goes into big business and their evolution, and it's called intention. Um, in the environmental world, there's greenwashing. Um, in the food and beverage world, there is definitely a lot of large corporations that are 
making a gratuity effort, a gratuitous effort to show that they're providing better for you products. In the case of uh, the acquirer, PepsiCo of Kavita, their effort to create a whole platform around this is, has a lot of positive intention. And what you see is that Wall Street and the capital markets are now rewarding companies that are making a commitment to the future understanding what the consumers want, what millennials want. And by doing that, they are positioning themselves for sustainability and more profit as they slowly lose market share on their older, less than healthy products. So yes, I think, I think the big companies, the multi-billion dollar, hundred plus billion dollar companies are definitely seeing that their survival is predicated, their long-term survival, is predicated on delivering better-for-you products, healthy products, to a growing consumer base that is demanding them. Do you think they are uh, truly taking the message of your company? Do they realize yeah, that no, they yeah, need to yeah, change? They, they, in PepsiCo's case, yes. absolutely. Indra Nori really made a commitment to that. Um, the legacy of her efforts and her successor um, is, is true. And just by seeing their activity in the marketplace and how they're funding other companies, small companies that wouldn't even move the needle for them in their $65 billion a year business or whatever it might be, um, they don't even, it wouldn't even move the needle, but yet they're taking time and money and placing bets all across the better for you food and beverage space in order to incubate, nurture, develop, grow, and hopefully acquire. So yes, in the PepsiCo case, yes. In others, not so much. But would you say that if we want to have this healthier world that you work for right. through healthier products, etc., do we get there because we need to have more Bill Moseses to do things like you do? Or ultimately, do we need you know, the Unilevers, the Procter & Gamble's, the PepsiCo's, the Coke? Um, so I think we need to get successful entrepreneurs to continue to support those uh, younger entrepreneurs so that they can actually get the guidance they need to succeed. As well, you need to see um, the PepsiCo's of the world need to watch companies like Kavita, which they bought, uh, be a, a flag that they could carry within their company and to other companies. So, yeah, I think it's the nexus of the company and the entrepreneur needs to work uh, sometimes in unison and sometimes uh, specific, specifically to the entrepreneurial uh, individual or company. Almost everything we know, almost any disease that we don't want to get starts with problems in our gut, right? right and right. so we need better bacteria. So right. the whole story of fermentation and bacteria is so much more important than it ever was. Right. Um, is that for you, uh, you know, is that inspiring, stimulating? Understanding that 70% of your uh, immune system is really in your gut. And learning that this healthy garden down there is really about a beneficial bacteria. And understanding that through the course of life, many things we do destroy it. Keeping it healthy and keeping it vital is, is, is primary to, to our life force, to our vitality. And if it's not, something uh, terrible can happen. Now, my mother had a lot of stomach issues. 
She had a lot of digestive issues. She took a lot of uh, stimulants to help her in her whole constitution. And in the end, she got colon and stomach cancer and died from it. And I think at that point, 20 some years ago, I started investigating this whole digestion, stomach, healthy bacteria, and it kind of all came together for me, learning more about it over the years, that our body is, is comprised mostly of bacteria. Uh, trillions of cells are bacteria, and uh, it needs to be good bacteria. You know, wherever you travel, especially in the United States, right. are always these chemicals you can wipe your hands yeah, off. Right, you. right. It seems that bacteria are the biggest enemies we have in society here. Is that, is, is that? Well, no, they're, they're, they're our biggest friends, too. I mean, I think, you know, a lot of people uh, relate dirt or dirty hands to being something that we need to clean off. In fact, a lot of the better for you bacteria is actually in dirt. Uh, spore-forming uh, bacteria. Uh, uh, so, so this whole notion of of, of uh, cleanliness is better for you, in fact, is not always true. Certainly, we don't want any unhealthy um, bacteria or pathogens. But ultimately, we have bacteria on our face, on our skin, in our stomach, and whenever we take strong detergents and wipe them off. Whenever we eat foods that have preservatives to stabilize and eradicate the bacteria in foods and it goes into our stomach, it kills and impairs the healthy bacteria there. At the end of the day, there's a lot of um, beliefs that aren't necessarily true around bacteria and bacteria being bad and it necessarily needing to be eradicated all the time and in all cases. Isn't it interesting that this connection between food and health, which you, mm. you so clearly right, right, right. see and establish, that is, I mean, even when you go to a hospital today, right, you, know, right. you get the worst food that you can get in society totally. almost, right? Totally. So the recognition in medicine that food is medicine, really, is, is, is Slow. almost not there. Keeping people well through food or being well and healthy through food and proper lifestyle is antithetical to the businessification of the medical industry. Wellness isn't necessarily part of their equation in profit. What they really want to see, as you know, is to find remedies. Some maybe not so much better for you or true remedies that ultimately they could sell or mandate uh, to the people uh, so that they can continue to make money. And that's just the nature of the business. Every day is a new day. Yeah, you right. get out of bed. You need to do what's, what drives you. What is that mission that keeps you going again? What, what ultimately is, is why you do what you do? Really just knowing that when someone buys, consumes one of the products that I'm behind, that they really are getting benefit. They're really getting functional benefit. And it's, and, it's, and it's a positive contributor to their daily regiment and ultimately helps them fulfill their highest potential. Because if you're eating really well, you have the opportunity to achieve the most you can because your vitality, health, and wellness is all intertwined. And if we're gonna continue to evolve and grow as people, as a community, as a population, and a time of difficulty when so much around us 
isn't working, we really need to be the best that we can be and, and really be at our highest potential. And the right kind of foods and the right kind of beverages that you consume all play part of that important equation for the future. Thank you. Thank you. Uh -huh. Thank you for the hospitality. Thank you for uh, the good wine.